Grand Rising! <laughs> it's your girl, Coach T, and we're here on this turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up Tuesday. Guys, I feel good. Can you tell? This morning, I want to speak to somebody that's feeling to do something crazy. Do something crazy. My spirit is so fired up. Because I'm getting crazy about my purpose and I want y'all to get crazy about yours too. I want you to be willing to do something crazy. I've always said I'm one of those crazy people that believes I can change the world. And so I will, <laughs> literally. Um, and I really want you guys to have that craziness about what you do. I want you to be so in love and crazy with who you are and what you do that you really don't give a damn. That's what is not for you. It doesn't matter who's not with you. It doesn't matter who doesn't support you. It doesn't matter who doesn't understand you. It doesn't matter because you are so crazy about who you are and what you do because you wake up to live a purpose-filled life. You take action on purpose. I am crazy about speaking about it this month. So I want you to be crazy about understanding that that's what we're going to do today. Today, we're going to be talking about purpose. As I was in my 5am club this morning, an acronym just came to me for purpose. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to share it. I'm an acronym person. I feel that um, I've spoken to you guys about your environments before. And everywhere I go, I try to incubate myself in environments that really, 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 really help me to be my best self, support me in my growth, support me in my learning. And I really started by sticking post-it notes all around my house, all around my house, because I recognized that when I wanted to change the way I thought about things, I really had to change what I was saying. I had to change the way that I was seeing things. And so um, I had to start to have imprints on my subconscious mind. And in order for me to create imprints on my subconscious minds, I left words everywhere. I left words everywhere. I left positive statements everywhere. I left affirmations everywhere. I left things that I needed to know and reteach myself everywhere. At my computer desk at work, I changed my, um, what do you call it? Screensaver to positive words, my phone. I changed it to my vision board. Um, my place where I would sit down and work at home, there was positive statements. My fridge, I put positive statements. When I tell you guys everywhere, I mean everywhere. I was crazy enough to believe that I needed a crazy change. I needed a radical change. I needed, I needed an upgrade, you understand? I needed something to be laid down in me that made me believe in myself like I had never believed in myself before. That made me believe in people like I never believed in people before. I started my journey not liking women, not ugh, yuck, who are they? What kind of species are they? And so I had to learn to love them. And in order for me to love them, I had to see them different. Guess what, guys? I also started my journey not liking men. Ooh, who are they? And 
God blessed me with sons, so I had to learn to love them. Today, my eldest son steps into his last year of school, and a couple of days ago, my youngest son stepped into his first year of secondary school. And I've spoke about this change and transformation in my life, and it feels really surreal because before you know it, you've made it. Like you've accomplished something. You've got through some seasons in your life. You've pushed and pressed through some things. And at the time when you're in pressure, sometimes you don't see the way out. But before you know it, you're already on the opposite side. You're already on the other side. You just got to keep going. You just got to keep believing. You just got to keep changing and transforming and allowing yourself to be pulled, pressed and prodded, but not change who you are as a person, right? Become more of who you are, but don't allow it to um, let you become bitter or broken. And so I've been crazy enough to believe that it's just the beginning. I swear to God, it's just the beginning. And it doesn't matter where I am in my journey. I always feel like it's just the beginning. I spoke about that yesterday and how that allows me to keep going. That gives me momentum. And so today I really have been thinking about purpose because what was interesting is I was looking for a word um, for the last E in purpose, and we'll get to that. But as I was looking for that, I just came across something that basically said, what is the opposite of purpose? And I think that struck a chord with me. And I wanted to share it with you guys, because it basically said the opposite of purpose is emptiness, non-existent, nothingness emptiness non-existence nothingness and I was like oh how many people wake up every single day and feel like that how many people go into relationships or in relationships and feel like that how many people are at jobs and feel like that and when I say relationships, I'm not just talking about your intimate partner. I'm talking about the relationship with your parents, the relationship with your siblings, the relationship with your children, the relationship with yourself. How much of it is non-existent, empty? And I was like, oh, God, thank you. First of all, I said, thank you for God for being so consistent in my life. And I said, thank you to myself for allowing the divine to be so consistent in my life but actually allowing myself to be obedient could you imagine I didn't even think I was obedient but I'm obedient to what God tells me to do and sometimes it looks disobedient to what the world tells me to do I'm gonna say that again for the ones in the back I'm super obedient to what God tells me to do and so it can appear or look disobedient to what the world tells me to do. I understand more than ever that many things that are around us, mm -mm, mm -mm, they're not of God. They're not of the greater good of everyone. That's really what God is. God is everything to me, right? But it's the greater good of everything. And when things are the opposite of that, then they're not God. So it's like fear and love, complete opposites. When you stand in faith, trusting in higher 
purpose, in your highest self, in your greater good. You cannot stand in your greater good, trusted in your highest self, trusting in higher powers and have fear. You cannot do them both at the same time. Now, courage is when you identify your fears and you have maybe an inch or a pinch of faith. So you take action either way. But notice that courage is different to faith. Faith by itself is whole. It is having that whole total knowingness, that whole total trust, that whole assurity that you know what, you've got faith within something greater, that something is going to turn around, that something is going to work out, that something is going to come through. Any inch of doubt changes that from faith. Maybe it transforms it to courage. Maybe it transforms it to fear, depending on the quantity of doubt that is in the equation. I always say that life is mathematics and I want y'all to get this. And so when we plant seeds in something, when we plant seeds in anything, we're either planting seeds of faith or we're planting seeds of fear. Here's the problem. When we plant seeds in fear, we've planted them with the doubt. We've planted them with, oh, we don't really know. And so when the flower grows with that same energy, we did that. We did that. So there comes a point in time where you have to really start to take responsibility for the way that you're planting your seeds, for where you're planting seeds, hence the environments. We spoke so much about environments. But this is more a conversation of purpose. And I fundamentally believe that in order for you to really step and stand in your purpose in anything, in anything, whether it's your purpose in the role you play as a parent, whether it's your purpose in the role you play at work, whether it's your purpose in the conversations and interactions that you have. So we can look at purpose on smaller scales or we could look at it as your life purpose, right? You have to know your power. And your power for many people comes from a place of control. And here's a disclaimer. <laughs> That's no power at all. Real power comes from knowing thyself, understanding thyself, and having a relationship with the highest power that is the greatest power that is within you as much as it's around you. The greatest power that you are not separate from. It's not in the clouds. It is within you. You are that power that is God. That God power is within you. And when you start to harness that power, when you start to use that power, you ain't worried about controlling anything. 
you are no longer worried about controlling anything. The only thing that you really focus on controlling is staying in alignment. And you understand on a deeper level that that's not control. To be in alignment is about allowing. It's about flowing. It's about having non-resistance. It has nothing to do with control. But you see, when I say I'm disobedient to this world, right? This world has taught us that the more power, maybe the more money, maybe the more success, maybe the more um, followers that we have is the more powerful that we are. And it's a lie. <laughs> but recognize what controls us to believe that. The media controls our minds. But when you see yourself as a spiritual being, you recognize that you're not controlled by that. And so when you see these drawings that people do in these diagrams and they depict humans as puppets, start taking that personal. Because it's the strings of the media that pull on us. It's the strings of society that pull on us. It's the strings of environment that pull on us. It's the strings of our belief systems that pull on us. And so what I create in my spaces is a room for you to cut them strings and cut them ties. And now tell me who and what you're controlled by. And it's a conversation that's very uncomfortable for some. But I would be hmm, betraying myself if I didn't speak about this in the month of purpose, if I didn't highlight this level of awareness to you. Because many of us are under the influence of everything that is not us. Many of us are, we, we pay, right? Monthly subscriptions in real life for many things, whether it's your Sky Digital, whether it's your Virgin Media, whether it's your Spotify, Apple Music, insurance plans, whatever. You're paying many subscriptions a month that you think nothing about. Many of y'all still pay a TV license, I presume. <laughs> many of you still pay for Sky and Virgin, things that you don't watch, but you're just paying the subscription. Yo, I started to cancel my subscriptions years ago. First of all, when I started to recognize the ones that are acts that do not need to ever be paid, canceled them one time. Then the things that I thought I needed, but actually I don't need. I do not watch TV. What am I paying Sky for? I do not watch Virgin Media. What am I paying them for? So I started to cut down on the subscriptions that I was paying that I never used. As much as I had to cut the subscriptions that I was subscribed to, I was subscribed to the media influence in the way that I thought. I was subscribed to the way that I was raised, having an influence and impact on who I was that didn't necessarily serve me. I was subscribed to environments that kept me distracted from my purpose. I was subscribed to my own bullshit, drama and dysfunction. 
and I had to cut the ties. Yo, I was subscribed at one point in my life to complaining. Yo, some of y'all need to cut that tie. Some of you are subscribed to gossiping. Some of you have subscribed to calling everybody out, but you ain't got shit to call anybody higher. Some of you have subscribed to sitting on the fence and playing small. Some of you have subscribed to just watching, watching, waiting, waiting, watching, watching, waiting, waiting, planning, 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 and not doing nothing. And so I had to cut the ties. And I had to subscribe to purpose. Ha. <laughs> Yo, it was down inconvenient lane. It was off the path of most things that I wanted to do. It was away from the comfort zone of hanging with my friends. It was outside of the club turning up. It was outside of the alcohol, or the drink or the things that maybe would have you thought made you feel good. It was outside of all of those things. But I had to subscribe to something different. I had to subscribe to be in my best self. And yo, subscribing to be in my best self Here's a disclaimer, guys. The most uncomfortable, inconvenient, soul-wrenching journey ever. But fundamentally, the best choice I've ever made in my life. To subscribe to being my best self. Because the minute that I chose to be good for me and nobody else, nobody else, not to prove to my baby daddy that I could raise the kids, not to prove to my parents that I wasn't a failure, not to prove to the teachers that everything you spoke against me, I was gonna show you who I am, had nothing to do with that. But to really love myself, to really choose myself, to really be myself, when I made that subscription, your purpose slid right in smoothly behind it didn't need to look for it because I became it I became purposeful in everything that I am and all that I do so there's no step that I take now that is off the path there's no direction that I go in that I'm not being led in or called to it doesn't mean that it's easy it doesn't mean that it's convenient. It doesn't mean that it does. I don't get bodied sometimes. Of course I do. But I'm not distracted from what I'm called to do. So I recognize it's all a part of the journey. And I really mean, I truly, I don't just say that. It's not just a quote. Many of you have been around me in my worst seasons and you wouldn't even know I'm in my worst season because guess what? I know the assignment. Some of you get distracted by the same thing that's meant to grow you from the same thing that's meant to expand you. And so you check out and you go back and subscribe back to your BS, back to your belief system. And so I king and queen salute those of you that run the course and stay on the path, regardless to how mucky it gets, 
regardless to how deep it feels like you're in the trenches. Because sometimes that's exactly what purpose is about. It's going to pull you. It's going to stretch you. It's going to dig you out. Because when you're living a purpose-filled life, you're, you're, you're full as much as you're empty. You're so full. You've got so much to give that you're empty. And it's a beautiful place to be, but it's a place that many people don't understand. And so I just want to give you some insight. And also, I just want to encourage you, as I always do, unsubscribe from some of these things that you no longer need. Check out of some of these environments that do not serve you. Stop showing up for other people and start showing up for you. You ain't got nothing to lose and you ain't got nothing to prove. You've already been blessed with everything that you need. Use it. Those bad relationships, use them. Those jobs where you was like not valued, use it. Those situations where you didn't feel worthy, use it. Those conversations that broke your core, use it. As much as that stuff that lifted you up, excited you, excelled you, grew you, stretched you, elevated you, use it. Use every inch of all of it. And find something to do with it. Don't let yourself die with the purpose that you came here with. Don't die with it inside of you. Because you started to draw and you posted the picture, but only 10 people liked it. Okay, cool. Post 10 more. You started to speak and nobody shared your videos or responded to you. Okay, post 100 more. You started to create something in the community and nobody saw your desires or your dreams. Okay, create 25 more. This isn't my first speech. This isn't my second room. Yo, I have been in the game a minute. And I don't feel like I'm anywhere where I want to be. But I don't care. Where I am right now is good enough. Where I am right now, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. People think that things happen in a suddenly. If you understand the universe and you understand energy and you understand momentum and you understand vibration, it's not a suddenly, it's a constant alignment. And it's in divine time when those things align, when your desires align with what God wants for you, that's when that suddenly happened. But you've got to be in a frequency prepared and ready to receive it. If many of us got what we wanted ha, before we were ready for it, we're going to lose it anyways. So don't be distracted that things may not appear to be happening now. And guys, I'm talking on any level. Maybe you're that person that's been putting love, time, energy, effort into your relationship. It's not growing. Maybe you're that person that's been pumping, pumping, pumping 
good, the best things into your children and you just feel like they're not receiving it. Yo, don't stop. Don't stop. Because you don't know when that moment is going to be, when that timing is going to land, when that place is going to align, where everything makes sense. That's purpose. It's the understanding. Purpose more than anything is the understanding that life is a game. And it's a game of give and receive. Give and receive. But many of us get stuck, yo, because we're waiting for the receiving end. But we ain't giving nothing. We're not serving anything up. And the minute that we do, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm inflated. Oh, people don't see my value. Oh, they don't know my worth. Shut up. Put on your big girl pants, your big boy pants and serve. Serve like it's your last day on planet earth every day. Serve like if you died today, God forbid you died with a smile on your face because you gave everything that you had. Serve like time is not a thing. So the only thing that you've got is now. Have those conversations that are difficult. As much as be that person that randomly does so much acts of kindness, so much acts of love that people don't even know what to do with it. Serve like your life depends on it, because it does. It actually does. Don't wait. Many people get given time because they end up sick in their last days of life. And then they start living. I want y'all to live now. And I'm talking more than live. I want you guys to thrive. And in order to thrive, you've got to put yourself first. And I love it when I say this because some people take it like it's selfish. Are you crazy? By putting yourself first, you put yourself in a different arena. I give from my overflow. And if you're around me, you'll know that it's endless. But it's because I'm in total alignment. Every day I choose to stay in alignment with God. If my God can serve billions and billions and billions of people, can make all of us individual, can bless each and every single one of us with abundance, where is the lack? There is none. There is no lack. Lack is a flawed belief. Thinking that there's not enough and all of that and that things run out, that's a flawed belief. We live in an abundant universe. And do you know how magical this universe is? When you take something from the universe, when you receive something, do you know what it does? The universe expands. When you ask for something, it expands. When you take something out, it expands. There's no lack, there's no decrease. It only increases. 
Could you guys imagine if you started thinking about your health like that? Could you imagine if you started thinking about your bank balance like that? Could you imagine if you started thinking about your love like that, your energy like that, your effort like that? Could you imagine if you started viewing it as expanding? That's the power that we have. We have the power to change the way we think. We have the power as human beings, spiritual beings, having a human experience to expand. And there is no, there is no capacity. Many of you use language like information overload. It's too much. I can't do anymore. Yo, that's a lack. You don't know what you can do until you've done all that you can do. And how often do you do all that you can do? You don't know how much energy you've got until you've applied all of your energy. If you ever have the privilege, and I say a privilege, of being in one of my fitness sessions and I'm on my A game, energy doesn't run out in that room. If anything, energy increases because when someone brings the heat, another one brings the heat and another one brings the heat. And, and before you know it, it's like dominoes standing up, not falling down. It's like dominoes pushing energy up and everybody's energy goes up. That's the environment that you guys should be in. The reason why we feel deflated, the reason why we feel like there is a lack, the reason why we feel like you, you are running on empty, it's because you don't know the magic of investing in yourself first. You don't know the magic of subscribing to being your best self. And it's only when you do it then you recognize it. Then you understand how much better you are for your partner, for your work environment, for your children, for your friends, for your family. Because you give from overflow. That's the magic of purpose. Purpose is a knowingness. It is like knowing like you know, like you know, like you know because a path is illuminated before you. Because the purpose doesn't come from you as you know you. It comes from how the creator knows you. He's the manufacturer. He put it in you. And I don't even really see it as a he, it's an energy. It's masculine and feminine, it's everything. But it's that divinity that's within you that knows you like you don't know yourself. And so in order to really live a life of purpose, which is the complete opposite to being non-existent, empty and nothing, yo, it's so full, it's so knowing, it's so enlightening. Is so powerful that you want nothing more but to wake up and be your best so that you can fulfill it 
I don't work out because I particularly like it. I don't really like the gym at all. Don't really like exercise at all. But I love exercise because I recognize that this body, this vehicle has got some work to do. It's got a purpose to fulfill. And so I want it to be in the best shape and the best condition to do that. And it's a journey. It's a journey. Just like my mind, understanding my mindset, you know, it's a journey. Understanding my emotions, it's a journey. Understanding my spirit, it's a journey. But it's a journey that I'm willing to take. It's a journey that I'm willing to subscribe to. I want to invite y'all all to do the same. At the end of last month, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote this. It was the month of power. And I want you guys to hear what I wrote. It says, all power is given into me to bring my power into earth. All power is given into me to bring my power into earth. You face defeat whenever you are fearful as you have lost connection to all that is. Notice when I said earlier that fear and love, they do not and cannot reside in the same place. When you have total faith in something, that's when you're in love, but you face defeat Whenever you are fearful, as you have lost connection to all that is, when you're in love in its purest form, you're connected to all that is. There is no fear. There's just faith. There's just trust. There's just love. There's just allowing. There's all of that good, good stuff. The only weapon you can use against your lions, your lions being doubts, fears, and insecurities, is your words. Command things into your life through your words. Infinite intelligence always knows the way. We can lead into God always. We must be wiser than our army of negative thoughts. And the only way we can do this is by tapping into our supply that comes from God. I've woke up on reflection of yesterday and my month of power, truly grateful for the three words that I summed up my day with, delightful, powerful, and beautiful. I realize now more than ever in conclusion of the month that I was blind, but where I was blind, I can now see. I recognize not only God's greatest gift to man is power, but I've literally come to the overstanding that God is a giver and humans are receivers. How powerful, how eye-opening, how beautiful. Yet mostly to sum up this month and to start another, I am truly grateful and I recognize that I am full, delightful, beautiful and powerful. Do you see the full? Where I was blind, I can now see the divine purpose of my life. 
Where I was blind, I can now see that God's power is the only power and that God's plan is the only plan. What a beautiful statement to activate purpose and open up power. Thank you, God, for giving me exactly what I need. I am truly grateful to be a student. I am truly grateful to be obedient. I am truly grateful to be walking, talking, and a living testimony of all that you do. Today, I choose to step more into my truth, more into the ways of the Lord, more into the ways of the laws. I'm truly loving bouncing between these two ideas and these words of Lord and laws. It's helping me be more clear. As I step into this month of purpose, I am deeply excited to see what God is going to do. I am super open to allowing him to come through. I am open and ready for whatever is to come. I'm ready to receive all that's already been assigned to me. I'm ready to fall to my knees and give pure thanks for all God is doing through me. May this be the best month yet. I will continue to seek the kingdom of the Lord, the realm of perfect things. Nothing or no one can take that from me. I see clearly before me the open road of fulfillment. There are no obstacles on my pathway. That's what I wrote to kickstart this month and to end my last month. If everybody in this room got conscious about the words they use, about the conversations they have externally, as much as the conversations you have internally, if you did nothing else, if you took no other action, but just became conscious of the words that you use every single day, of the conversations that you have externally and internally, ha, your life will change. And I'm not talking a small change. I'm talking a fundamental change. Because that's just how powerful words are. So I started this room by telling you guys that I wanted to have radical change. I started this room by playing the soca song, do something crazy. Because I said, I want to know the people that are willing to do something crazy. Yo, your purpose is going to have you looking crazy. People that live a purpose-filled life and you go back and you listen to their stories at one point, one season, maybe many seasons, they looked crazy to everybody else. But some of y'all are too proud and proper. You got too much pride <laughs> to look crazy. But if you just changed your words, if you just became aware of the conversations you have internally and externally, if you just changed your words, you would change your world. Words and world have a relationship that I don't think many of you understand but pray to come into understanding with it 
pray to have awareness and clarity on how your words affect your world. And then you might understand prayer outside of religion. Because you might then understand that prayer is just a conversation and you could just say just. And it's funny because that's what the woman said yesterday too. You could just say just, but it's not just. It's a conversation that's laying a foundation for your life. And what I choose to believe is every word that comes out of my mouth is a prayer. Every word. Every word. Every conversation. So whether I am consciously sitting down and saying I'm taking time with myself and speaking to myself, or I'm taking time with the creator and I'm speaking to the creator, or I'm on my phone speaking to another person. It's all a prayer. So do the maths. How much of that is talking into your current circumstances of what you don't want? How much of that is complaining about X, Y, or Z? How much of that is not creating anything? Life and death is in your tongue. So purpose. Here's the acronym, guys. The first P, power. But recognize where your power comes from. Recognize where your power is. So when you know where your power comes from, I used to say, I'm the plug. <laughs> I literally would tell everybody, I'm the plug. If you need anything, holler me, I've got you. I am the plug for everything. But I used to say that I'm the plug because I recognized who I was plugged into. If you plug a plug into the socket, the plug is nothing without it being plugged into a socket. When it plugs into the socket, the socket gives it power. And so I'm the plug that's plugged into the socket of God that gives me the power. And if I'm just the plug, I've got to be linked to something to be powerful. Oh, that's a word for somebody. The plug and the socket has power together, but when it's linked to something else, now it creates something. Now it has impact. Now it has influence. So what are you powered by? What are you powered to? What is your power doing for others? Because guess what? When you really invest in yourself first, yo, your light is naturally going to bless other people. But some of us have got it twisted. We want to focus on the numbers, the blessing, the money, the this, and we ain't got no relationship with self. When you change, your conditions change. It's not when the conditions change, you change. So what are you powered by? Where is your power? How are you using your power? That's the P, the you stands for the unity. What are you in unity with that allows you to be purposeful? And those of you that don't feel purposeful or haven't found your purpose yet, I can guarantee it's because one, your power's out and two, you're in unity with all the wrong things.
when you come into unity with yourself, when you come into unity with the creator, bro, you come into unity with life. You come into unity with the world. You come into unity with your path and your steps. They're all there. But if you don't know that, you're busy looking for them. You don't have to look because they're there. And that's where you have to take our responsibility. Living a purpose-filled life comes with responsibility. For many of you that are parents, you know the three steps. You know those three steps very well. And maybe you're a single parent. And so you recognize that the other parent hasn't taken their responsibility up. It's the same with any other purpose in your life. There is a responsibility. There is a responsibility to be your best first. Then there's a responsibility to what you're responsible for. How do you take care of that thing? How do you manage how do you manage it? Being a manager in any position isn't easy because you've got, you're responsible for some things. How do you manage your home? How do you manage your car? How do you manage your finances? How do you manage? How do you manage your health? In order to be purposeful, you've got to be responsible. What are you responsible for and how do you manage it? And depending on how you answer that, then you'll understand the second P, positioning. Positioning. Purpose doesn't reveal itself to some people yet because you don't understand your positioning. You don't understand where you're being positioned or what you're being positioned for. Sometimes you're stretched and pulled and expanded because the position that your purpose is gonna place you in, you're gonna to have to have been through some things. You're gonna to have to have experienced some things. And what people don't understand about positioning is, you got to be willing to check your heart posture. You got to be willing to check the way that you respond to things. You got to be willing to check the way that you react. You got to be willing to understand what you don't understand so that you can be positioned and placed. You got to get a hold on the inconvenience of this whole thing positioning which brings us beautifully to o <laughs> ownership versus opposition people can be responsible people can be placed in position but people don't always take ownership ownership it's like when you sign the deed. It's like when you sign the contract that says, yes, I'm the one for this assignment. Yes, I'm the one for this role. 
And within this role, I know my power, I know what the unit is at, I know what I'm responsible for, I understand my position and I'm gonna own it. And here's what comes with ownership, opposition. And that's when many people check out. And I did a lesson in Level Up called Pressure. Who are you under pressure? What do you do under pressure? What happens when you're under pressure? And if you know me, I used to be a part of a MC group called More Pressure. This is more pressure, you know. You can't get better, you know. This is more pressure, you can't get better. Because <laughs> we recognize that when we touched the mic and we stepped on the stage, it was pressure. And to be honest, we were messing about. We weren't even taking life seriously. We really weren't. But under that, we were asked to be signed by a record label twice. It's fun what you can do when you have fun. <laughs> pressure. Who are you under pressure? What happens when you're when there's an opposition? If you're playing a game of football, basketball, you know, there's opposition and you've got to compete, right? You've got to, you've got to go head to head. It's the same with your goals, your dreams, your desires. There's going to be opposition. Who are you? What do you do under pressure? Are you 10 toes down or do you fold? 10 toes down means you're standing strong or you're folding. One thing about me is I'm 10 toes down. I'm not folding. That's for the weak. I am weak. Many of you want to wear the title of being strong, but when it comes to being strong, you fold. When it comes to running the race, you drop out. When it comes to being consistent, you don't know what that means. When you fail, you quit. But ownership means I own the rights to this. So I'm going to handle what's mine. Give or take, I've signed up. I'm in the game. I'm playing to win. And then guess what comes after that, babes? S. Sacrifice. -na -na -na. What are you willing to sacrifice? to become what it is that you desire. Yeah, nothing. Mm -hmm. That's the real answer that a lot of people should say. I ain't willing to sacrifice nothing. I ain't willing to sacrifice no sleep. I ain't willing to sacrifice eating some of the junk that I eat. I ain't willing to sacrifice uh, missing out on the fun. I'm not willing to sacrifice some of my paycheck. But these are the things that it takes. I didn't build my dreams with a handout. God bless my mummy. My mummy has invested in me many occasions. But apart from that, it was, she said, you ain't gonna, I'm not gonna give it to you. You better save. <laughs> and I love that. My mum taught me to hustle. My mum taught me a belly grind. Do you understand? Like you go in at the deep end and you better swim. And because I was going in at the deep end on many occasions, and guess what? I still will continue to sacrifice. Right now, if you're in Elevate, we're sacrificing sleep. It don't matter what time we go to sleep. We're up at five. 
We're in the room at five, we're putting in work at five. And we're understanding the impact that it has on our lives. Some of you hear us talk about 5am club and you're like, nah, not me. Y'all don't understand how that alone is fundamentally creating so much shifts in our life. Sacrifice. Your purpose comes with sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice? And it leaves me with the last letter, E. And it was funny. Because these words, they just came to me. And it's funny because my belly's rumbling, so I know that it's confirmation that this is the right word. These words just come to me and I just trust it. I don't really think about it. When I come into these rooms, more often than not, there's three words written in front of me and I just allow spirit to use me. And the last word that came to me was empty. And I was like, ah, what do you mean? And I got it. When you're living a purpose-filled life, you leave everything on the table. You put it all in and you give it all out. Being on purpose really means to me, I'm willing to die empty. Most days when people ask me what I do, because I wear many different hats, I can't be bothered to talk about it. I don't really care to talk about it either. I went into a meeting last week, everybody introduced themselves. I just say, hey, I'm T. Like, I, ugh, those titles and what I do doesn't matter. Just know that when I'm in the room, I'm fully in the room. And sometimes it takes a lot to get me into some rooms because I'm not there for the chit chat. I'm not there for the shoulda would. I'm not there for it. I'm there, this is what we're gonna do. Let's make it happen. No long team. And so when people ask me what I do, I seriously say, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Because you see from the date that I was born in 1987 to the day that God removes me from this earth, just know I'm going out empty. And my stomach is rumbling like crazy. I don't, I, what's going on? Honestly, empty. Because I'm going to do something with everything he gave me. So if you see me being a writer or you see me being a dancer or you see me being a teacher, don't get, don't think I'm off purpose. Hell no. I know what he put in me. And if I've got to find 10 channels to get it out, I'm using all 10 channels. Other people just need to use one channel. Other people need to use two. Some of us have got five or six. Do you? And don't let no one or nobody tell you what that's supposed to look like. Only you know that. And you only know that if you have a relationship with yourself. And you only know that if you have a relationship with the manufacturer. How else can you know your purpose? So there you have it. Power, unity, responsibility, positioning, ownership versus opposition, sacrifice and empty. When you really sacrifice, right? 
that's really where you surrender. That's really where you give it all up. Like you're, That's when you say, yo, God, I'm ready to be used by you. Use all of me. That's why it leads you to being empty. But if you understand it, yo, when you say that and you really allow yourself to be used, yo, that's purpose right there. That's purpose. So I pray that this conversation gives, even if it gives one person clarity, even if it gives one person direction, even if it gives one person courage, don't sleep on courage. Even if this gives one person faith, I want y'all to understand I know that through our life, many of our journeys with what we believe and what we know to be God and what we understand about him has been tainted and, and, and painted and, and just not great. I want these conversations to invite somebody to revisit their understanding, belief and knowingness of the creator. Because the God I know now ain't the God that I was taught. Not at all. The God that I've come into relationship with for myself, whoa. He's still in the business of miracles. He provided one for me just yesterday. He actually provided another one today because I'm up. I'm up. You're up. That's a miracle. You don't wake yourself up as much as you think you do. You don't. Just like when the clock stops, you ain't turning it off. So if you believe in nothing, there's some kind of science, something that's happening that's creating that. And if it's just scientific, why don't all of our clocks stop at the, the same time? I don't know. But I personally still know that I'm a king's daughter. I personally still know that my father's still in the business of miracles. He provides them for me every day. And I mean every day. But yesterday he came all the way through. And I was like, yes, God, unexpected. I wasn't expecting that. But you can always do it. You've always been doing it. And every time I'm faithful, every time I remain in faith, every time I remain in love, I'm blessed beyond measure. And so are you. But are you willing to count your blessings or are you steady counting your lessons? We're not just here to break generational curses. We're here to catch generational blessings. And I don't know, but where I come from, there's a lot in my name. My dad's been through some things. My mum's been through some things. My grandparents have been through some things and I am reaping the blessings of the seeds that they sowed. Thank you. How many of you are willing to say, thank you? So I just pray that if this conversation just strikes one person, just ignites one fire, that just relights one fire, that just allows one person to say, you know what? I've been thinking about creating X, Y, or Z. I'm not talking about it anymore. I'm doing it. 
then yes, I'm here for it. You don't catch me in rooms having conversations. I detest going to many meetings because I hate sitting around the table talking. I, I genuinely can't stand it. But get me around a table where there's a movement happening and I'll be there. And so please don't get these clubhouse rooms confused. Do not think you're just coming here to listen. No, I am here intentionally, purposefully stirring up something inside of you that helps you move. Move. You are not a tree. You are not a tree. You are not planted in one place that you have to stay forever. Move. Honestly, thank you guys for your time, for listening. If anybody's got any questions, any thoughts, any opinions or ideas that you want to share, you can literally come to the stage right now. If not, then please go and do something crazy today. Go believe in yourself. Go be purposeful and purpose-filled. Yeah, I'm that same girl that's walked into a room and said, you need to hire me, literally. Walked into a business and told them something came working here, but I can make it work, and then got offered a contract. Like, oh gosh, that's what I'm talking about. Do something crazy. What's the worst thing that can happen? You're being told no? Okay, do something else. Stop sitting on the fence waiting for something to happen. Go and make something happen. Go and be something. Go and create something. Go and share something. Some of y'all just need to write a status that shares your truth. Some of you just need to tell a story of what you've been going through that's going to bless somebody. Do something crazy. Because you're purpose-filled and you're purposeful. Stop playing yourself. I'm rising, Miss Cece. Well, go on. Oh my god, that was a song.
Oh, that's my sister in a real life, you know. Thank you, see, Last week I put out status and I said, the best thing my parents ever done was gave me siblings because I swear to God, we're a whole vibe <laughs> by ourselves. But together, oh my God, it's ridiculous. And um, I've really been hanging out with my sisters, my real blood sisters. And um, we're so different, all of us, but we're so alike and we're so blessed. And we don't always get along. I had a blowout with one of my sisters last week and I vowed I am not, you, nobody don't tell me speak to her. I ain't speaking to her. I don't, you know, and I had to humble myself. Ha. I don't even like the word humble, but I had to come back into peace and come back into alignment and we hash it out. We come face to face. It's been years since we came to blows, but we've come to blows. But the love, the actual love that we have, uh, it's, it's more than anything. And I think that when we talk about relationships and purpose and power, um, my sisters were the first people as to why I started talking because they were going through some things and I felt like they didn't have a voice so I was like you know what Tanya you be that voice you know you know what Tanya you show them that we can we can conquer these things and so it's always it's always on my heart to be able to give back to them firstly I'm not the oldest many people think I am she's actually the oldest although she don't look it um Cece is older but she's the best big sister that all of us could ever like our children are so fortunate when I tell you so fortunate to have her as an aunt so fortunate it's nothing that any of us will take for granted and so you see when I talk about positioning within our family there's positioning that allows us as a collective to be purposeful we all play our part we all play our position, we all play our role. It also allows us to be um I love that. If you do nothing else today, lay it all out. And I love that the positioning of our family allows us to be purposeful individually as well as purposeful collectively. But understand in our individual assignments, there's a lot for us to do. There's a lot for us to do. Understand each of all of your individual places and positionings within your family and play your part. You chose them for a reason. And believe me, when me tell or no, Mm, 25 years ago, there was no reason as to why I chose half of my siblings. None. Zero, zero. Up until 20 years ago, zero reasoning, zero, none. But now I'm grateful each and every single one of them teach me something different about life, teach me something different about myself, 
teach me something different about men, women, relationships. And it's incredible. My greatest teachers. <laughs> and again, it's the lesson that I've come. Yeah. And there was fear in many ways in our lives. There was fear in relationships. There was fear in even being ourselves around each other. And it's the love. Like when I think about my siblings, love comes with that's a word for some of you going through things with your siblings. We were in relationships with each other out of fear. I'm my father's baby girl. I'm not, I'm not at all. I'm one of the eldest. <laughs> but in my head, I was just like I was my mum's. And so there was a point in my life where I felt like my position was being taken over. You understand? I'm, I'm human. I'm going to tell y'all how it is. I'm going to keep it true. I'm going to keep it 100. Girl, my son went into a whole year 11 today. I said, go get him, baby boy, because he's always going to be my baby boy. Period. He comes before him, after him. He's my baby boy. And that's another thing. Today I cried, and I cried because when my eldest son walked out the door, he feels like my youngest son gets more attention. But he... He don't understand, like, I never believed I could love another person like I loved my first son, never. I was scared to have another child because I was like, mm -mm, they, I can't love another human being. And then when they were the same sex, I was like, oh gosh. But the second child is just different. And so that's when I talk about there is no lack. You've got so much love. Let me tell you, the way my parents love us, and they've, even though they've got children separate, if you know them, they love each other's children and their partner's children. And it's just expanding. It doesn't, it, there is no lack. There's more than enough for all of us. And now the grandchildren are stacking up. I don't know if we're on the 11s or 12s, but we're up there, guys. And half the children ain't had children yet. So it's just a bountiful, like, endless abundance of love that you can choose to resent or you can choose to tap into and it's the same for all of your families whether big or small and so when my son left and he was just red like the way that my sons are moving this year yo I know I've got to move different because their level of independence like it is it, it, crazy like I already know as a parent and I've known from young, they don't need me. I'm here to guide them, but they don't need me. And for some parents that knocks them out of their lane. For me, I'm just, I'm just like, wow, God, let me step back. Let me just see what you're gonna do. Let me let you take the wheel. And that's so humbling. It's so beautiful. And if I could do that with the most precious gifts to me, y'all can do that with anything. Step back. Let God take the will. Let him be purposeful. Allow yourself to be more purposeful by letting go. That's the empty, letting go. Grand Rising, Miss Julie. Grand Rising. How are Grand you? Rising, everyone. I'm good today. You know what? I'm great today. Wasn't so good yesterday, but today I am back my path so yes love that i'm good i'm good i'm good 
you know, yesterday wasn't a great day and I took yours and Key's advice and it felt so good. It felt so good. I sent a message yesterday. For those that don't know, I have a large family. Um, it's a bit dysfunctional now, unfortunately, since my mum passed away. I actually don't know why and the why really isn't important. It just is. Um, so I sent a message to all of my siblings and I just said, you know, love you all, sending peace and love, you know, hope you're all well, you've been on my mind and in my spirit, so I just wanted to send a message out to reach out to you all. And after I had done it, I can't even begin to tell you the relief. The relief, it just, it just flowed, flowed through me, literally. I love and that. But that's fine, and I thought if they get back to me, they do, if they don't, they don't. But I have been able to release and relieve that that pressure, that burden that I've had. I was carrying it. I mean, I might say, oh, I don't care, or, you know, that's their business. But deep down, subconsciously, I was carrying it. I love that. And just by, imagine, just by sending a message of love, you was able to release. Amazingly. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner, hey. <laughs> Because it's always in divine time and we can't do what we don't know. And plus, we also live in that ego place of, well, they don't deserve that. Do you get what I mean? If they don't want to talk to me, why am I reaching out? If they want to get on this way, why am I? And that's why when we come from a place of love all of the time, like me and Claudine just said, love conquers all. People don't understand that, but I swear to God it does. I just look at my family to know that love conquers everything that's it i think we also we also try to understand and it's a word that i've learned so much recently you know you've got to understand or i'm trying to understand or i don't understand and you you actually don't have to understand i don't need to know why they did this or why they're doing that or i don't need to know any of it i just need to allow them to be what they're being and i need to know in my heart i forgive and I love them. And that's it. Love that. Like, I'm over here clapping because honestly, and that's why I love the acronym of FUN, finally understanding nothing. We don't need to know nothing. The only thing that we need to know is what we've got to do. I always say there's three types of business in this world. There's your business, God's business, and their business. And many of us spend our time trying to figure out God's business and other people's business. And we've got zero time for our business. Y'all already know what I'm about to say. Drink your water, mind your business. And that's it. The more water that you drink, you're so busy going to the toilet. You ain't got no time to worry about anybody else's business. (laughs) But yeah. Thank you so much, Cece and Miss Julie, for coming to the stage. Anybody else in the room want to share anything? How's Purpose Rocking Your World this week? Um, Did the acronym help you? Just any thoughts from this conversation? Please do come up. If not, we're about to get out of here and wish you guys an amazing, incredible, beautiful Tuesday. Be great in all you are and all that you do. Believe in you. Like Claudine said, if you do anything, at all today do everything so that you're empty lay it all out lay it all out be great guys thank you so much for listening thanks for a brilliant room and always thank you you're welcome
Wow. 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 Wow.